0: Hello, listening people. Hello, hello, Bartek. How are you going? Yeah, good. How are you? I am doing very well. Uh, I'm sitting here next to you, so I'm feeling pretty good. So I forgot to say your name. Hi, Ryan. My oh, Bartek, you know, you have one job, a very strict formula for how we introduce the pod, and if we deviate off of it, the other one has to ridicule the person who deviated us off the meticulous introduction phase of our pictures powwow show. Oh, don't call yourself ridiculous. Yeah, I'm Dr. Ridiculous. Thank you, I've got a doctorate in evil. Ooh, remember that? That was from Dr. Horrible.
1: That's got nothing to do with this movie.
0: Well, they're both villains, so we are here to talk about a movie that came recommended for our show, and our show is Pictures Pow Wow, and that's the formula. We're spitting Polish likingly, because we are always spitting, and we both happen to be Polish. Any Polish facts? Bartek, any, any, anything happening in Poland culturally that you'd like to inform us? Any, any facts modernly or historically? Anything just, you've learned recently about Poland? Let me just click. Clock. Uh, he's got to look at the time. Uh,
1: it's currently six thirty a.m. So my dad might be in waking. Poland. Yes, in Warsaw, in fact. In oh, Warsaw, it just became six thirty-one a.m.
0: Should we phone your dad now and see if he's <laughs> awake to, to confirm that he's awake? Status. Well, it's a
1: Sunday. I should probably let him rest,
0: right? No, it's my day off. Let's phone him. No, no, let him rest. The implicate. No, no, no. He has so many toilets in his house, he is not allowed to rest. (laughs) Okay, let's get real, as David Lynch would say and talk about a film. I recommended a film. Uh, I recommended the 2017 film, Bad Genius, from Thailand. Mm -hmm. So, people, if you have not seen the movie, uh, we say that you should check it out. We are going to be talking about it in depth and spoilers. But to give you a quick plug of what it's about for you to go off and check on your own to kind of sell you on it, it is a film in which uh, it's set in high school. Mm -hmm. And we are following a, a super genius mathematician a uh, girl who uses her genius for bad by helping her fellow classmates cheat at tests for money, and things get bigger and more elaborate as it goes along, and morality is questioned, and it's very fun. I recommend you go watch it. Off you pop. Okay, now it's just for the bad genius viewers. Bartek, I recommended this having heard good word of mouth Mm -hmm. i had not seen this before doing this i just wanted to give it a go because a few years back people were doing their you should check these movies out lists oh 2017 hidden gems or movies that i thought were very good and so i have no recollection of which individual person one of these videos popped in my on my radar and made me want to check it out but I, i put it in my list bad genius and i remember that it was an asian language film and that it was a comedic film about a bunch of high school kids cheating at a test and that it was supposed to be kind of like this elaborate heist type deal yeah that's all i had so that's what i walked into and i think that's what i pitched to you last week as well at the very end and you seem yeah, very excited it was it. it was a
1: much more basic one than that that like left a lot to the imagination of like oh man that's that's that has
0: potential. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I walked in excited and it's the it's my first ever Thai film that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. I, I same thing I've actually. ever Watched a Thai movie. First Thailandian film. Thailandian film, as Vardek says. <laughs> uh, but I, I had a great time with this. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was sitting there grinning from, from ear to ear. I got sweaty palms at certain points. It was very uh, stressful in moments. Mm-hmm. And. And uh, it made me think of so many moments from my own high school experience as well when it came to tests and people cheating at tests and... We'll get into kind of that minutiae of my own backstory when it comes to that thing. But we had some cheating incidents at my Mm -hmm. high school that were not this elaborate, of course, but it made me recollect on my time of school where kids were doing these type of things. So uh, I had a wonderful experience. I sat down with my wife, Rachel. We watched this knowing very little just the basic tag of this and i was surprised with how invested i invested i became with our character our lead character because i thought this was going to be one of those where i was going to enjoy more of the entire ensemble uh because they're all fun yeah they're very fun well defined but i was really drawn to our lead and uh i thought the performance was great i thought the character development and the questioning and challenging that they had to go through was very meticulously done and i was also a little bit uh it's one of those ones where i sat and went oh movie you outsmarted me there i didn't realize that uh you know i was a bit of a dummy movie played me with uh the uh, misleading us on the timeline of things being shown and like oh they're actually oh, right. not getting interrogated they're practicing and this news report is actually after the events of the movie but we're thinking that is during the events of the and lots of this stuff it 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 played me. Played me like a damn fiddle.
1: Yes, it was certainly later than the present, but not as far as you think.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so that is kind of my overall point uh, with this. I had a good time. How about you? How did you go? What was your experience walking in and walking out?
1: Uh, Experience walking in, it was one of my usual things of like, do I watch it in the morning or do I watch it before bed? I think before bed, watched it the whole way through, that was fine. Um, I... you know at, at some point our podcast is going to end you know oh, wh- okay. whether it's <laughs> okay <laughs> guys it's ending now <laughs> whether it's and you know it could be for a happy reason it could be for a sad reason obviously i hope that mm. it will be for a happy reason. and
0: Yeah, we watch one Paul Giamatti movie <laughs> too many and we end. And we end our friendship. <laughs> no, I, I hope that when, whenever this
1: podcast ends, it is on a happy note so that maybe we could do like a final episode where we think back on the podcast. Mm. Because it, I would imagine in that kind of episode, we would talk about films that we saw that really surprised us and that mm. we really grew to love. And I would definitely bring this one up because I was... I I was actually quite blown away by how much I love this film.
0: I when I was you know, I said this to my parents. I was on the phone to them before you came. I said to them, I watched the movie last night called Bad Genius, and I told Bartek the pitch of it, and he sounded really excited. And then I watched it, and I said, I think this may be one of Bartek's favorite movies we do on the <laughs> podcast because it screamed Bartek. I like <laughs> there was this moment early on there was this one little moment and it may not mean anything to you but I thought of you when it happened which is when they're getting their school photos taken Mm. and, and and the girl comes over and adjusts her hair and does all of that and then we cut to the next character being introduced and we're introducing them via that school photo motif and I just smiled and went, this is something I think would connect with, like this kind of introduction of character, like that technique of doing it is something that would please Bartek. Yeah, just, yeah. It may not have been in your moment, but I just looked at that and I just thought of you. I was like, if would like this kind of fun character introduction, I was like, look, we now meet Bank and he's being introduced <laughs> in the school photo and all of that stuff. And I was going, yeah, this is, this is, this is the jam. But I'm glad to hear that this one yeah. really hooked you. It was... It was one where obviously
1: there are a lot of developments. Like here, we got a basic plan. Here, we got characters being established, friendship being established. The first sort of thing that they do, and just each step of the journey was really well done. Like really gripping. Mm-hmm. Um, when there, there was there's a bit of a twist, not twist, but at the beginning reveal. a reveal. I'm talking about like when the when the first cheating gets caught, like in the exam, and like mm-hmm. the principal's telling them off, and it's like oh, it's... Where where will it go from here, really? Like right. are they gonna up the stakes? Are they gonna try to be more subtle and they up the stakes and you mm. mentioned sweaty palms? I the movie becomes a genuine thriller at one point.
0: Mm, you, you it, know, it helps
1: that there's a scary Russian looking guy. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yeah. There was this moment in it where they did that the first test where they the test where they got caught that first time where the dumbasses obviously cheating and yeah. the good Kid tells the teacher, and he doesn't really care, and and so on and so forth, and like it's really they're they're literally sweating. It made me think about your recommendation that Japanese movie we did about the confessions, confessions, yeah. Where I loved the audacity, like in part, I loved the audacity and the twists and turns and the like. But that film was too bombastic for my taste.
1: Yeah, it was very stylized.
0: This was. Kind of what I wish that movie was, where there's enough restraint here and focus on character whilst also leaning into the absurdity and the fun of this. Because one of the things that was primal to me about this was when I was in school doing these tests, I would visualize and imagine while doing them that they were more exciting than they were that they were these scenes from a movie where you're taking this mundane thing and making it like an Ocean's 11 and uh, and that's what that uh, the cheating that that section with the cheating really felt like, or even the first time when she dropped the eraser into the shoe Mm. and slid it back and all of that, it was like how I felt when I was a kid doing these tests and thinking about all of these absurd things that you could get away with or thinking about like, how how can this be a high octane thing in my brain just to make myself entertained because they were the most boring thing to me. I didn't, I personally was never stressed out by tests at school. I just found them boring And so I would visualize these things and imagine up these scenarios. And so there's that kind of childlike wonder in this movie with that of like, it made me kind of think about whoever created this may have been similar to me where they were sitting in a classroom imagining up stuff. And they're like, wouldn't it be cool if we did like a, a proper thriller kind of Ocean's Eleven heist type thing, but it's about kids cheating at a test. And I'm like, that as a pitch works already. But the thing is, they go beyond the humorous idea of that because that sounds like it could be like a great uh, college humor video. It's like people cheating at a test, but it's done like Ocean's Eleven style but they go beyond the humorous notion that that would present and go with the actual drama that would ensue and i thought it was i just uh, yeah it, it, it truly enraptured me the whole time
1: i'm really glad that the film uh didn't go to any sort of uh plot point where uh something was too hard for our two genius characters <laughs> because that would that would have been a possibility of like this is actually harder i can't do this like it establishes there that like These guys will get 100% in everything. (laughs) It's it's no obstacle to them. It's no obstacle to them. It's no obstacle to the story. Watch it knowing that, like, hey, effort is not a problem for them. They Mm. know what they're doing. They know how to get 100%. With that in mind, let's see what happens here.
0: The one-
1: because if they if they struggled it's just like oh well there it is that's the end
0: the one thing that they 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 do well is obviously the struggles that they have are moral struggles she becomes uncomfortable with what she's becoming after a certain point and the dangers ensued and the fact that can i instead of pursuing the money and the greed pursue love and then oh i've corrupted this guy really and obviously another one is uh uh, since we're jumping ahead a little getting bank involved in this you have to have her have a struggle which is she's not as good at at memorization as he is in like short-term memorization as he is we established that early in the movie that he knows things because he just he has he plays memory games she is good at memory too but not as good so Mm having that threaded through as a minor weakness for her. So when she is having to do it all on her own, you actually do feel the dread and the, and the worry and the confusion and the suspense for her, because there is that thing of, you don't want them to be too perfect, because obviously they're going to nail the tests. Yeah. But when she's in a Sydney, the Sydney setting, it's not about her just having to nail the tests. It's about her nailing them in time and memorizing all, All of this now—it's no longer just I do this part, you do that part. That was where the character, the minor character flaw, became a bigger concern rather than it was before. Where before you're like, oh man, it's just a little thing. She's she's still got pretty good memory, but now she's going to have to remember double the amount she was supposed to, and that was. Heart yeah, on racing top, on
1: top of everything else she's worrying about yeah, yeah on
0: top of also being a suspect and also her other weakness she can't vomit on cue oh man that's <laughs> that was fucking brutal <laughs> that dude. scene
1: with the pencil i was thinking like oh we should have recommended this for october i reckon <laughs> oh
0: jeez, louise but uh uh let's 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 pull back a bit let's go to the kind of opening sections of the movie Mm -hmm. you knew what the general loose premise was but how was it for you in the opening stages of this when it was kind of unfurling itself how did you approach it and feel about it
1: um well like you this is the first time i've seen a thai film Mm. um and obviously as someone who does enjoy you know world cinema not necessarily saying that I'm, you know, the biggest connoisseur of it, but I do enjoy seeing films from other cultures. Um, there was this sense in me that uh, is wariness the right word. This is a culture that I'm unfamiliar with. Mm. Like if we were watching, you know, a Bollywood film, I've seen enough Bollywood films. You worried to-
0: about lack of cultural contexts.
1: In in a way, yes. Part of my goal in this was to see if I could pick up on something, mm. um, and you know, one of the interesting things was like, oh, these characters all have like names I recognize. Like, mm. obviously, not the actors themselves; they have very long names that <laughs> you know take took me a second to pronounce. Um, but you know we have Lynn, Grace, Pat, and Bank. A bit less mm. so, but it's still you know would re- really recommend. name, yeah, yeah. So just trying to understand, like, okay, so Th- Thailand. Maybe there's some sort of Western influence going on, but mm. then there are also some things that are very similar to you know Japanese stuff. And I remember after the movie, uh, did a very simple caveman, simple Google of like Thailand culture. Um, and the first result I got mentioned a couple of things. It's like, oh, this is kind of interesting like this is a a culture that uh has a big thing about saving face mm-hmm. and shame thing like that. Um, there was one thing I read that put the initial like you know racer in the shoe test cheating thing uh made it interesting, apparently. They have a thing with feet where mm. it's considered like really low or something mm. like that. It's like if you do something with your feet, that's something that's generally frowned upon. So yeah. I thought like, oh, if that's true, then that puts you know the whole cheating and the immorality mm. into a different sort of light is
0: a visual and cultural signifier to the act they're doing mm. if if you're what you're saying is correct that doing th- the the act of something with your feet is considered to be low or grimy or frowned upon there was Ten even cheating using foot techniques is kind of there a, was a way yeah. of the movie kind of nodding along going, there was, look at these characters. You know? There was even a
1: little line in this little article I found that said, like, even crossing your feet is bad, and that's, like, mm. one of the things she does that's to hide. That's one of the things she
0: yeah. does to hide her feet. Uh, weird thing to say, but it means so much to me. When a film earns my trust via the the opening credit sequence, I know, like, I've got a good film because... The opening like credits when they introduce the title, Bad Genius, and they have it like the 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 multiple choice circled in the 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 mm-hmm. le- the letters. Obviously it's in 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 Thai, but I understood what it was spelling out and it zoomed down and it showed me the full thing. I laughed and I went, Oh, that's that's really clever. And I knew I was in good hands with that. I don't know if you ever get that with movies yourself, but I do a lot. There's a lot of times where if a movie has ingenious or very clever or very well done kind of uh, opening credits or listing of cast and crew I do earn a favor with it it wins me over
1: if it's, yeah, thematically tied to the film, then for sure I can see that being a good thing.
0: Because I thought I was really clever. And then the end credits with all the like names being you know, written in like school papers. Mm. And I, I thought that was really, really well done. And so when they were like circling the answers on the multiple choices, I'm like, oh my god, is this going to write out the full fucking title? And then it did. And I was really happy. It won me over when I was... Watching it early, I was thinking, okay, so we're introducing our main character and she's this social outcast. I was thinking, okay, she's going to be the social outcast that nobody likes. This is what I thought. She's going to be a social outcast that nobody likes, but she's going to try and win them over with her genius and, you know, build this empire in the way that she does, but not in the way that I thought. Like, I didn't actually expect her to form a semi-genuine relationship with other students and then they kind of pressure her and tempt her into doing this i thought it was going to be far more of a you know the i'm the social outcast nerd who wants to fit in with a the sort of like social kids.
1: social rags to riches kind yeah, of thing, yeah but this
0: really also does touch on classism yeah i really wasn't expecting that uh, but i thought that was brilliant that the the tea money introduction thing i thought that was really well done because at first i didn't understand what they were saying there, yeah, but same. then i got it and i was like oh, okay yeah 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 okay i get what they're doing here and uh i i became very much on the side of our main character because of how they uh played around with the classism and the uh dynamic she has with her father as well i thought he was really great he didn't get to do too much but Even with a language barrier, you could tell that guy was a really good actor. Mm. The dad just, he didn't even need to say much to communicate everything you needed of him.
1: There was, I know we always jump to like IMDB trivia. Did you read it?
0: I read some of it, yeah.
1: Yeah, there was like eight points there and a lot of it felt like it was written in, you know, from someone who didn't speak English because of sentence Mm. structure stuff. I think it said something about that actor being, like, a long-lost singer or something. Oh, wow, okay. So, like, maybe this was someone who was famous a long time ago and then hadn't been in the spotlight.
0: Oh, interesting. I don't know
1: if that's the case for sure, but, like, you know, it it said something like, long-lost singer. And I'm like, what is What does that mean? (laughs)
0: but <laughs> well, yeah, the film uh did a really uh, meticulous job early on of setting up why we would want to follow the main character because that is very important in a movie like this where they're going to do morally dubious things, they're going to alienate the people that genuinely care about them, they're going to pursue money over any sort of convictions and oh, wouldn't you know, the thing that they were wanting in the first place is going to be something that they realise they've gone so far beyond. And we've seen many of those, and it, it, there's just certain ways that you have to get the audience connected to that type of character. And sometimes you fail, but here it was a it was 100% success. I was rooting for her, knowing that I shouldn't be.
1: Yeah, that that's a really good thing to have for a film. Like, you know that they're in the wrong to whatever degree but you're still rooting for them i know that with me like i i was yeah, some somewhat conflicted because obviously i liked our main character i was rooting for her um
0: but as a teacher you felt morally outraged there
1: were some things as a teacher <laughs> that i you know squint, squinted at it was mostly like the teacher's attitudes and things like that I was like oh should i be doing that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it was just this one thing of like oh but she can't possibly come out on top in the end right mm. but how badly should she fail and how bad should i feel when she fails that yeah kind of how thing. bad
0: should i feel for bad genius this
1: this is a film <laughs> yeah with a lot of you already brought up moral complexity like especially the the grace character was one that i had a lot of really conflicted feelings for oh yeah i uh, i do not oh, dis yeah. i do not dislike that character i do think that there were some like the friendship she felt was pure but like
0: There are circumstances that make it disingenuous and manipulative.
1: Manipulative is more so that case. I kind of liken it to like a drug addiction.
0: Oh, of course. Like
1: at first, you know, this was a genuine friendship. Hey, like help me out with this test. Okay. Then it escalated because her boyfriend came into it and he brought friends and then it became mm. bigger. And then eventually you get to the point where, um, you know, after bank freaks out and punches Pat Mm. up. You know, Grace is crying there and saying, "Like, okay, we can stop all this, but please, please, just keep being my friend.
0: Yeah, and help me, help me yeah. do and, the thing anyway, because then, I want to go to this university as yeah. well. Like, she still wants that. There, it's, there is it, a, de- a yeah, manipulation. She's, she's got a
1: dependency that, like." It came across to me like she didn't realize, you know, just how, mm-hmm. I guess toxic the word would be, the friendship was.
0: To, to further go into how this feels like a heist movie or even like a thriller or a crime film, you have those a lot where you have these people who start out somewhat friendly. For some reason I thought of Goodfellas a lot while watching this in weird ways where the Grace character still thinks of herself as as, as Lynn's friend by that point she's not because her and Pat like in many criminal movies where you have these groups start to think they're actually the important people now cuz they've got the money so we're actually going to secretly organize beating bank up without your permission without even consulting you like like you know what i mean in these criminal movies yeah. where they start to get that ego and think that they can do all this stuff like how robert de niro is in uh goodfellas where robert de niro slowly but surely becomes like this fucking psychopath that you have to avoid because he's like the big dog now even though like all this stuff is happening from Ray Liotta and everything that he's riding the wave Mm. uh kind of minorly that's how I felt where you have that confrontation in that scene with Pat and Bank and 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 you know all of them and Grayson and and so you you feel but then you know that she's still trying to play her and yeah, I knew about this, but I, we didn't think it would matter. We thought it we would win. We mm. thought it would work out. And it's just like, you don't respect me enough as a person to even, like, not only in that you don't respect me as a person, but also our main character is still in that minor zone there where it's like, but I was in charge. This mm. was my plan. <laughs> you're, you're undermining my plan, uh, which is, Beautiful, but I I I, I agree. The, the the film is really great with the moral complexities because here's one of the things that absolutely wrecks me in a movie is when you take a seemingly good, pure person and ruin them, like corrupt them. Bank is a cl- classic example of that. I, I love it in movies, but it is an emotional. If you are a movie maker or a writer and you want to know how to how to pull it, my strings make characters like bank because i related to him i was thinking this guy's a hero in another movie that we would be watching and he's corrupted by these figures but he seems like a good guy but then by the end they've not only ruined him they've made him eviler than any of them and that was really hard to watch but it was earned it was earned yeah
1: it was like, yeah, that that last scene was basically like the villain origin story's last
0: scene. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was Sam Jackson and Unbreakable. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not really. But uh, like that is for me as a as a tool or uh, a storytelling thing that always hits. Usually, that that really hits when you take a, a what was a once morally pure person and you corrupt them in a way. While showing our main character doing it too, because that's the thing. You are so in the shoes of our main person, and you're rooting for them even though you know you shouldn't be. And then you're so caught along in the motion of it all like they are, and then once you stop to think about it like our main characters, you realize, look at the cost of this. It's not just the the threat of being caught, it's look at what we've done to the one good student in this entire film. We've made him a diabolical villain who's not only willing to ruin his own life further, but the main characters, but he doesn't even care. And he used to be a character that cared.
1: Very much so, yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, since we're talking about that, what did you think about the bank side of this story? I mean, what did you think about that? Because they introduced him a little later. They have the banner on the school fly down with his face on there. And then they're kind of, in the interrogation scenes, they do kind of foreshadow, even before it happens, that he's her nemesis. Um,
1: Yeah, nemesis or rival. I think he even literally says, like, rival rival. at some point. Yeah. Um, I I do agree. He was... I saw him as, you know, the morally upright character early on. Um, Very... uh, I guess, emotionally stoic. Like mm-hmm. he didn't really crack a smile much. Um, the, the scene with he him, had nothing
0: to smile about. <laughs> in all fairness,
1: That's true. Um, the scene with him and her, like preparing to go on the TV show where she's like, you know, fixing his hair. Um, mm. by the way, in that article I read before, apparently physical contact with heads is also frowned mm. upon. So, you know, grace and her, her in that scene, maybe there's something there going on. Mm. Um, yeah, like, the, the dynamic there, that was really the scene that was introducing us to him, you know, like, oh, his, his shirt was dirty, his hair wasn't done right. And he was
0: in the bathroom meticulously trying to look good, and then yep. the first thing is pointing out that you look crummy and poor and disgusting.
1: Yeah, so, and, the, you know, this dynamic with our main character, who now is a- not that she was super unsociable early on, but, like, mm. now she's acting a little bit more sociable, like Grace mm. here, so you're seeing how this character has developed a little bit. Versus this character we're now being introduced to, um, and then as you mentioned, we very quickly learned his memorization thing, he just rattles off pie and the TV show tells us, okay, stop, 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 you win, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it's interesting seeing them paired up in this way, because that first part of the film really shows the contrast between them. She's going for the money, this guy's asking him for help, and he's saying, no, what are you talking about? Mm. He dobbs on her, but doesn't really feel satisfied about it, even though he's benefiting from it.
0: Well, in a weird way, he dobbed on her... And yet inadvertently so, because he was dobbing on the other guy.
1: That's true. Yes, you're and right.
0: And he then, through that process, realized that she was involved. It wasn't an accident. She was involved. Right, and because- And he connected he, yeah. the dots.
1: He, he's not the one that saw the evidence, or the headmistress saw, like, why do you have notes about the other test?
0: And then he figured it out from his conversation with the other character that, oh, there's somebody who's being paid. Yeah. It must be the her. Who else would it be? And- yeah, so even then, like it's still a noble. Even though she's angry with him and despises him, there's still that avenue of well, he's still a noble guy, and you can hopefully patch it's... things up with him because he wasn't the 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 classroom nerd who's like, I can't wait to screw it. No, he's he's just a he's just a a, 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 a well-meaning person. Yeah, it, he's got struggles of their own. Like, oh man, his home life. I was just like.
1: His mother's calloused hands. Yeah, and
0: just like he can't, he rarely sleeps because he's working and then goes to school.
1: Even though it's not really one to one with it, the thing that I kept thinking about was uh, Death Note Mm. this idea of like geniuses, you know, on opposite sides kind of working together. Um, the main character at that early point in the film was falling uh, under the influence of the whole idea of, you know, lies beget lies. Mm. You know, when the lie gets found out, the truth will eventually be found out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the dragging him into the whole plot after his big downfall, which, mm. you know, was orchestrated, we find out later. Did you
0: guess that? It was orchestrated? In... A sort
1: of indirect way I thought about it because the way that the two guys that beat him up acted reminded me of very stereotypical like street punks
0: in like Japanese media. Mm-hmm. I thought, see, I guessed it, but wrong. I thought she did plan it. I was like, oh, oh okay. she's planned it and it's going to play out. I didn't expect that she didn't plan it and that he, that Pat did. I didn't look. I didn't. Necess- I didn't expect that. I actually thought like. She was at that point pretty ruthless. I did genuinely think, oh, she's organize this so that she could get him in but i was the wrong path
1: i didn't necessarily think that there was a mastermind behind it i just thought like oh those two guys purposely Mm. went after him because Mm. that's just how i've it's like the most stereotypical scene in a yakuza game like (laughs) kiri is walking down the street he accidentally bumps into someone kind of gently and they freak out
0: like ah you hurt me you're gonna pay for this and then you grab uh then you rip off a a park bench and throw it at them yeah. (laughs) yeah And you have got squeaky cat shoes yeah, that, that on. Like, was, oh, yeah, that,
1: yeah. Was, that was Banks' problem. He wasn't a Yakuza protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't rip off his shirt and no have tats. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't throw off his shirt. Uh,
0: I, <laughs> the, the film played me. Again, I'm pretty smart when it comes to movies. We, we know we both are. Like, you can yes, predict things, but yeah. this movie would just throw me off. Just, oh, it didn't. Ex- like, okay, they're going to fall in love. That's what I thought. They're going to fall in love. And then the movie kind of plays with that, but not too much. Not too much. Not enough for you to say it's a love story where it falls apart. No. And then I was like, oh, well, he is going to be her rival throughout the entire thing. Like, once he knows this, he's always going to tr- be trying to um, foil her. No, not really. Like, you know, minorly. And then, no, and then he gets swept in. And I was like, oh, he's in on it. I, I didn't expect that. I didn't genuinely, because there was this thing where, yeah, like, that's true, why yeah. is he in the interrogation He wouldn't be involved. And then they come up with a way of getting him involved. And I was like, ah. Yeah,
1: well, the big mystery is, like, what is the interrogation specifically about? Because clearly Mm. it is, clearly, in quotes, uh, they're being interrogated by some sort of authority figure. Mm. This is all in air quotes, everyone. Um, So what is the thing that they got caught for? Obviously, they've already been caught once for the cheating in that one, you know, two-set exam. Mm. But. but then all of the consequences for that get done yeah and it's like okay where, where is this going where is this going um obviously they're playing it up in a lot of ways of you know reacting to the questions trying to deflect mm. it and we knew people are obviously the, making
0: excuses we knew from the news report that also opens up the movie or is in the opening section of the movie about like there's lockdowns and like these people have been caught cheating at this test, and that now has like locked down Asia and all of this stuff to double check of who has cheated and whatever. So that's also in our brain of, oh, they must have got caught mm-hmm. doing this test, and now they're being interrogated. But like, what's the extent of this? But then, as the movie goes along, at least I, I for myself, they reintroduce that news uh, news report right before they go, go do the test in Sydney? And my brain went, Oh no. Oh, this is a news report before they go do the test that makes it harder for them to do it. Oh right, but then, yes, yes. Actually no, that's still a news report but after the events of the film, like after she's recorded her confession. Right. Uh, it's like, it, it, because the film is constantly doing that, like, playing around with, like, time stuff yeah, and making yeah. you think otherwise. Like, you know what I'm saying?
1: I, rem- I'm, I mostly remember the middle part of the whole news thing, like, when, mm. when the, the, oh, no, it's going to make it harder thing. Mm,
0: but no, that's actually, like, that news, re- those news reports uh, about what she confesses to at the very end of the movie right? and how everyone gets fucked over because she refuses to do what bank wants. But you are given that at the beginning and the middle of the film and both the beginning and the middle are making you believe something completely different. But by the end you're like, Oh, okay. Here we go. Yeah. Very good at playing you. It plays you like a fiddle. Damn it.
1: Like a damn fiddle.
0: Like a damn fiddle. Uh, Like, for instance, I was uh, completely played when um, when she uh, man, this this movie gives me a headache because of how much it like <laughs> fucked me about. But like when she when when bank agrees and then when he starts to ask for more money I genuinely didn't see that coming I was like what? But dude you're a good guy you don't need more money that really got me like I was sitting in my chair and I did like the, the double take what? Bank what are you doing man? Everything after the big You don't have enough time
1: <laughs> Everything after the big exam you know, begins is like you know super stressful so when something like that happens like even I was like oh Dude, come on, just let me see how this plays out, man. Don't don't try to jeopardize it now.
0: How do you feel about this? And what do you think it is? At least for for myself, but like in a movie like this, you get told here's the plan, and it's a movie, so you know the plan can't go that smoothly, or it wouldn't be fun, right? Like we're gonna do this elaborate plan where we do this, we do this, we do this. Here's our limitations. You know, when you watch a movie. Something's going to interrupt it. Someone's going to do a uh, a betrayal or backstab or this play or this is going to get interrupted. Like, oh, no, someone's going to be in the toilets so they can't go in there. How come that stuff can still work, even though you as a viewer know that that's going to happen? Because it wouldn't be exciting if it went to plan. Like, what is it about it's, the human nature where we've seen this so many times? Even in you play video games, it happens all the time in video games. Well, I,
1: I mean, it's a common well. it's a common trope when it comes to heist films or even any sort of story that has a plan. Is that if you, the viewer, are shown the plan beforehand, then that means something's going to go wrong. If you yeah. are if you are kept out of the loop, then that means that things are generally going to go well. There might be some twists here and there that the. Yeah the characters will be stressed out about but this film did do the thing of very meticulously telling you what the plan was how it was (laughs) gonna work and so i wasn't so much thinking about that trope in my head but then once they were you know setting up the phones in the bathroom and Mm -hmm. getting ready to go to the exam i then thought to myself like Oh god, I know what the plan is. This is something's gonna go wrong, and somehow I wasn't thinking about like, oh, there's gonna be someone in the bathroom, like mm. very common uncontrollable elements, because our characters were so confident and you <laughs> they, know they, they prepared you. that I was on board with them.
0: You were caught up in the momentum. That's, yes, in a weird that's <laughs> a part of what they these movies should achieve is mm-hmm. you are so in the groove you don't have time to think about it properly. Yes. And even if you are like me and I did think about it, what it needs to do is get you physically involved. So even though she goes on the toilet, and I knew that was going to happen. Did it stop my palms from sweating? No, it didn't. It made them sweat more. I was mm. like, oh, no. And the intercutting of his problems in the toilet and her problems and how his are worse. And hers aren't. And then, oh, my Lord. Out of context, this
1: is sounding like constipation. I know, is. I know, I know.
0: <laughs> and I said to my wife, Rachel, I said, oh, well, they're not as smart as me. If it was me, I would have taken two phones and put one one, in one, in one toilet and one in another in case somebody went in the toilet that I need to use. Mm? And then you see, there's only two toilets in there and they're all full. And I was yeah. like, well, my plan <laughs> wouldn't have worked either. So fuck me, I guess. <laughs> I, uh, uh, we're talking a lot about like all the, the, the meticulous heisty stuff, but, uh, what about the, the comedy of the movie? Did you find, I mean, what was some kind of comedic moments for you? Cause this does have a, a, a comedy bent to it, especially at least for me in the filmmaking style, like the, the choices of music or like, um, I had a particular laugh when it faded to black and faded back up and, uh, uh, grace, grabbed out that nice can of Pepsi and did like the <laughs> clink and drink again and smiled like ah and I was like, What is this? And then like zooms out and she's like, How was that? Was that good? She likes acting, yeah. I, I thought that was really really <laughs> well done. I that was my, that was a big laugh from me because I I rolled my eyes and then I went oh here we go and then I went oh no they've actually given it a context. It's Great.
1: Pepsi so she's being shot at can. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um
1: yeah, I think you kind of nailed it by saying like the style of the film. A lot of things it does is just funny because mm. I'm actually kind of struggling to pick a specific moment, but I know that throughout the film I was, like, you know, grinning maniacally, (laughs) uh, metaphorically rubbing my hands together, like, oh, yeah, where's this going? You know, and I was watching it on SBS On Demand, so I had ad breaks um, and paused it a few times to get up, go do something. And I just kept thinking, like, oh, man, I want to know what happens next.
0: Uh, I thought... Pat would have given you a lot of joy. He was Especially when definitely he was Pat yeah. Jobs when he did his
1: little <laughs> seminar. When the trivia said like this was inspired by Steve Jobs, I was like no shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and his speech about like Universities, don't choose us. We choose universities. Yeah, he,
1: he's definitely the most outwardly like comedic character. Obviously, he's kind of him and Grace are pretty funny. Yeah, he's kind of it's it's weird with the structure of the story. He's sort of the antagonist in the sense that mm. he's the one that kind of pushes the immorality on our main character Mm -hmm. but not so much the one that she stands in opposition to Mm -hmm. i guess he's the antagonist if we think of her goal as being upright
0: he's an antagonist in the way of an inciting incident yeah while bank becomes an antagonist in terms of challenging her development yeah because she develops and grows by that point when bank challenges her at the end and it's pretty compelling. Like, like again, if you know movies, you know, oh, she's not going to accept it. But there was a little part of me that was like, damn, he's made a pretty pretty badass monologue that it would leave me shaking in my shoes if I was her. and Especially since, wow.
1: you know, she's already been found out once and, you know, she's talked to her dad and, you know, she went straight in a way. But then, like, more temptation came mm. and it's like, oh, okay, here it goes again is this another raising of the stakes that's actually going to push her or has the consequences now actually, Uh, you know, affected her to the point it's like, no, it needs to end.
0: And and we had the photo deletion scene where she really struggled to delete that nice moment that they had together. So it complicates you as a viewer where you know she's emotionally attached to him in some way. So you could also see why she would be tempted and why it hurts so much that he's become this.
1: And- filmmaking wise really good touch that like you know when you delete the photo and it goes to like the next most recent photo it's the exact same photo but just they're not there
0: that was wonderful I was like oh
1: shit it's like it's like an effect of like they got they the characters got, got deleted, deleted from the photo mm-hmm. rather than the photo itself yeah
0: right right and uh okay we got to talk about the obvious thing There was this there's a scene there's the scene i didn't know it was going to happen where she's figuring out the time zones and she's walking down and looking at all the clocks and it's saying Mm -hmm. each city. And I was like, "What is the last one going to be Australia? Because she hasn't seen in Australia. And then it was like Sydney. And then the camera zooms in and you're like, and you hear the music change to slightly Australian-themed music. And I was like, fuck, are they going to come to Sydney? And then they proceed to come to Australia. And I was like, oh, I didn't realise we were going to be watching a non-foreign film now. We're going to be watching a homegrown Aussie film where we well, have remember, two Australian actors. I remember
1: early on, I think it was one of, I think it might have even been the first line of dialogue or the first bit of dialogue. There was like bilingual speaking going on. Like, oh, is mm. this like a Bollywood film where they're just randomly going to speak English in the yeah. other line? Yeah. Which kind of led me into the whole thing of like, oh, I guess there's some sort of Western influence in Thailand.
0: Yeah. But I wasn't expecting them to come here.
1: Yeah. I remember with that one, like with the with the clocks, I was like, okay, where is this going? Right. And then when she like, you know, pinpointed Australia, it's like, it's going to happen there first. I'm like, oh, of course, because Australia is one of the countries that's ahead of the rest of the world in yeah. terms of time zones, because it's on the east side of the map.
0: Yeah 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 and it's and it's not too far from Thailand, so the four hour difference, yeah well, it made sense
1: because Asia and Australia, you know Australia's just a bit more to the right if you're talking, yeah. On the y-axis me- yes yes and by that i mean x-axis <laughs>
0: Thank you, <Martin. laughs>
1: sorry i'm a genius where is it too. on
0: longitude and latitude
1: <laughs> uh lower to the right <laughs> just over the, there yeah. the second number in the coordinate wouldn't be very high but the one the first number would be very high
0: yeah but uh uh i mean were you excited that they were going to come here
1: i was intrigued if it was melbourne i would have been excited
0: well, I mean, Sydney's pretty fun.
1: You've been to Sydney. I,
0: I, I knew when they. I've fuck, been on the harbour. I got fucking confused. I'm not a huge Sydney expert. I didn't live there. I've just visited there several times. I want to know what fucking university they were at because then she walks to a train station and it's Redfern train station. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. This fucking high prestigious like top notch security test at this lavish university in Redfern i don't believe that for some reason i don't believe that it might have been some uh romper stomper shenanigans where mm. you know romper stomper they say it's at this train station but it's actually at this it's one It's at richmond yeah yeah and it's like film trickery but oh man i was so keen and you know what they did a good job you know the film isn't the highest budget uh you know there's some things you oh, go it's a little low budget or whatever but uh Not too bad when they came to Australia. I thought it looked pretty decent, and they used the locations well. I kind of looked and went, I know that place, I know that place. They did a good job of capturing it for the small sections that they could. Uh, And we made a little comment about it, but the Russian guy was great. I just loved seeing him, like, mean-mugging and walking and stomping around and being like, where is she? In retrospect, yeah, he was a lot more like the...
1: uh... Not so much Terminator, but, like, Skinner Terminator.
0: I was thinking about Skinner the entire time. I really was. Because, like,
1: I I was actually kind of surprised that, like, he went so far away from the venue to get her. And obviously, you know, it's it's a movie. He has to trace her to get her. But, like, it was really kind of terrifying that, like, he Mm. was following her so accurately.
0: Yeah, and I loved... um, the moment where he gets her she throws up and then she puts the phone in that person's handbag and mm. like yeah she succeeded she got away with it just at, at in the f- nick of time at first
1: when she was buying things from the vending machine
0: I'm like what the fuck are you
1: doing because
0: uh, you can't fake vomiting Eventually, so yeah but she, eventually
1: when she bought the drink i'm like oh okay
0: this is gonna be uh, how did you how did you feel like you went oh i know that drink that's in my local Woolworths <laughs> One of those uh, milk things. Oh, the, 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 it was them. the. Was it Up and Go? I think it was Up and Go. I can't remember if it was Up and Go or Centaurum or something. But yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't read what it was, but I was I, like, oh, yeah, I know. I know. Is. I don't get them, but I know. Those. Yeah, same. And, uh, and, and, and this isn't to make a any kind of comment, but like, it made sense because whenever I see people getting them from vending machines, like it's always at like that one end of the train station. Like it's never in the middle. It's always at that one fucking end. And I just laughed because I was like, that's a weirdly little accurate thing. Now, to tie to my personal things with cheating yeah, and have Yeah, I've been looking forward to this. When I was in high school, we did science and um, I was friends with a lot of people. But my main core of friends were the, the, the top students like the, the 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 science maths students so i was english and arts and uh all of that of course i did drama and art and photography and english
1: and you were a good french boy too weren't you? i did
0: french only for one year because then the teacher retired and yeah. so then they had no new teacher for french so they didn't teach it uh but uh yes i was good in french oui oui uh, that's french for yes Uh, I uh, was not really the most interested in science. I wasn't bad at it, but I just wasn't interested. But there was this really big test in um, year 10. Mm -hmm. We had a school certificate. And we uh, that was like a big deal back in the day, but it's no longer a thing that exists. And so it was like there was this level of like, this is really important, but also not important because it's like, we're doing this for a a certificate that will no longer mean anything. So, uh, and I did the test fine. And then I found out there was a big hoopla. There was a big deal. There was a whole saga and I got dragged in and asked a bunch of questions from, from some teachers. Mm. And I didn't know the context because I was completely out of the loop. But there were clearly teachers asking questions in covert ways to find out if I cheated at the test. Or if I was in... No, no, it wasn't even if I cheated. It was were like they were probing me without giving me any actual information of am I a part of it? Some cheating. They didn't believe that I cheated because my results lined up too well with how I usually did. Mm-hmm. But there was a clear air of, he knows people who are involved. He might know. Yeah. What happened was, sorry guys, uh, my my friends, my genius friends, they uh, banded together with some other kids um, to cheat at the test using their smart skills to do somewhat similar, th- not this elaborate, but Obviously, yeah. <laughs> do, do things to cheat at the test, and they got caught. And uh, it was a whole big deal. And my friends, and they're still my friends, but they didn't involve me. They didn't involve me because they didn't see a reason to. They were like, well, you don't." <laughs> it, it was no no offense given, but it kind of was offensive. They're just like, well, you, you weren't good enough to get involved in this
1: yeah you weren't smart enough to cheat to get better results (laughs) and no joke i
0: was super offended and to this day i still mock them for that because i'm not a cheater like i never cheated in these tests i didn't see the need to um i was always an average student maybe a higher average but um, I always worked hard and I did my best. And if I didn't do well, that's just on me. But I never cheated. But I do you hear so that, hard. Ryan's high school? Yeah, yeah. Kempsey High. Yeah, say it again, Ryan, just so that they really get it. I never cheated. Yeah. See? Okay. <laughs> please, please. But no, no. It was a real, it was a real big thing. It was a real big deal. And you know these guys uh, were top dogs, and it really brought down the the morale of the school for for our year that all these smart kids cheated and and made this elaborate cheating thing and it was just a big stain on our year and we were like looked down upon from the teachers for the remainder of time because of that and other incidents at our school because we were rural country school where we did fucked up shit because we were bored um but i remember just uh, that moment and i always ridiculed my friends being like you think you're so fucking smart you couldn't be smart enough to even cheat at a test and not get caught Like, I always made fun of that. Like, not only were you dumb enough to cheat, but you weren't even smart enough not to get caught. Like, if you're going to do it, and I I would point this out, I know dumbasses in our year that get away with cheating. You know? (laughs) That's the thing that really grinded my gears. You guys are so fucking smart and you couldn't even get away with it. And so that's kind of like my connection with the movie where I was looking at this and I kind of thought about that incident a lot. So
1: question one, two questions, actually. The second one depends on the first. Uh, going to recommend this film to them? And two, mm-hmm. how excited are you to recommend it to them? Very excited.
0: <laughs> um, I got, a, I got a, a, an idea. Yep. If we ever had a movie night, and I mean a long movie night, because this movie is long.
1: Yeah, it's just over two just hours. Over two just over barely over if two hours. If we had
0: hours. a movie day, this people... You don't have to do all three of these movies, but I recommend pairing some of these. Bad Genius, mm-hmm. confessions, the Japanese film from 2010, was it? Whenever oh, it was. I can't remember. And uh uh Handmaiden. Okay. Handmaiden. I feel like all three of these movies would be good back-to-back because mm. they're all Asian-language films. They all really play around with dynamics of morality and character and storytelling. They're not afraid to flip what the viewer understood to be the story around and twist and turns and, and um, all of that. I feel like... You would play these movies back to back and have a really good good time. Mm, yeah,
1: especially if you're in a group that's like actually going to pay attention. Yeah, like, not just like
0: oh, chat and maybe. Oh no, fart, no, like attention. if you're yeah. like yeah, and, yeah, and see, that's always harder yeah. with foreign. <laughs> if you're going to sit down and watch foreign movies with subtitles, you're not going to do it when your mates are drinking beers and having pizzas and yeah. like talking and chatting. You're gonna. But do you agree? I mean, we've covered mm. all three of these films. I feel like all three of them kind of would be a great, compa- like, companions for one another. There's a
1: lot of really clever things happening in all three of these films, yeah. Mm. Mm. In terms of cheating on my end... um Bar tech school? Listen to this. <laughs> the closest thing that I can think of and uh, was, I think, also Year 10 Science. Mm-hmm. Something about Year 10 Science. I remember... Th- I think this might be two incidences. Mm. Um the first one was that somehow one of the science teachers had attached the upcoming science <laughs> test or even exam into like an email or something and one of the students got it and so it was being passed around
0: <laughs> right, right and i do remember
1: like out of curiosity like i scanned through the whole thing i didn't study it like so intently or anything like that mm-hmm. but when i eventually did the test i'm like oh god this is really the same thing mm-hmm. so that was one of them and i don't remember- and
0: that happened in the movie Right when they're doing their first, it, it's like exam, the, and it's like, hey, this is Mrs. In, in, thing in, yeah, that we studied. In,
1: in cases where, like you know, you're getting old practice exams to do the tests, you know, they gave them the actual upcoming tests in the mm. film, and that's like one idea. That's like, oh well, if they're being corrupt, you know, we'll be corrupt. Yeah. Um, and the other one that I can remember, and this is something that was kind of forced upon me in a mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Listen I was, to this school. Yeah. yeah. I was sitting next to this one kid. Uh, I won't say his name, but his name was Daniel. Um, <laughs> and I I wasn't like really friends with him or anything. He was like a guy that came partway into the year. I was mm-hmm. sitting next to him during this exam. And it was one of those two tables where, you know, we're right next to each other. We didn't have our own desks. Um, and we were doing the science test. I think it was just a normal test. And I think there was a multiple choice uh, part to it. Mm. And then at one point, he just, like, nudges me, whispers, "Is like, hey, here are the answers. Uh... And I never got the story of, like, where he got the answers from, or even if they were real. But, like, I had a peek at them, and I was looking at, like, the multiple choice answers to the questions. I'm like, these feel like the real answers. These are, are like... So he was being a friend. Yeah, so it was... And then
0: you became
1: brothers. And Well, no, but it was just this weird (laughs) thing of, like, well... I was gonna do this sincerely, but now I can't really take this out of my head. So, mm, so here, guy's. I, I guess I'm writing down what he's w- what showing year, me. What
0: year? What year was this? Ten. Ten. Uh, Bartek's uh, school retract those results. Yes,
1: the principal fail fr- him. The principal from the time come tell me that I did wrong. Oh wait, you're in prison. Sorry. <laughs>
0: what did he do? <laughs> What did he do? <laughs> did he do something naughty that we can't say in the pod? Uh, he, this was an old boys Catholic school, right? Yes. and we have pr- to fill in the blanks with the, that? The
1: principal was a religious figure. He was a brother. Mm. He wore the robes. He was bold.
0: Oh. Um, he didn't... Do any of
1: the crimes while being principal at this school?
0: Oh, but at a previous in
1: his in his past, he worked at an old boys orphanage called Boys Town. Oh, that's
0: Boys Town. And the, he the, had a film, <laughs>
1: yeah. and he had a different like brother name at the time.
0: Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Well, there you go. Another thing I wanted to point out was uh, with my experience. I was that kid, and I mean, you know this if you've listened to the podcast. I've talked about this a couple of times where um parents and students would kind of expect or like think that i would do the bad thing even though there was no evidence that i was th- i, did th- I was thinking things. that yeah because you so, told like, me the story. classic example of this is uh one time one of my friends mums came to my house i love this story this is the dry eye story and she came to my house and she just was like to my parents not even to me like i was there too but she was like talking to my parents about me while i was there and she was like do you know where my son is and i'm like i don't like my parents like no we don't know where tim is and it's just like is he here (laughs) <laughs> it's like, no, he's not here. It's like, well, where is Tim? Because he should be back by now. And legit, her excuse of thinking to come here was, he's doing something bad. He must be with Ryan. I was <laughs> like, well, I'm not with him. And she didn't believe us. And then I told, because I knew where they were. I was like, oh, they're at our friend's such-and-such's house who um, was respected because he was a nerd. One of the people who cheated in the test as well. <laughs> um, and this was at the time where they knew this. So I don't know why that such-and-such friend had such high regard in the eyes of this parent when they've been known to be dubious. But uh, they were out in the bush playing with dry ice and and axes with logs of wood. And I just said this, and she just looked at me and just looked at my parents (laughs) and just kind of scoffed and was like, they would not do that. They're good boys. And then walked off and was like treating it like, I'm this fucking liar. And they, they were doing that. They were doing that. And I'm sitting here going, what the fuck? I'm just enjoying my Thursday night or whatever it is. And I get come here and my friend's mum comes here just to say, I think your son sucks and he's corrupting my son. But he's not actually, but I'm not going to accept that. Goodbye. And she went back to her home planet and never came back. And, yeah, so it was like. And your friend Tim and Daniel,
1: they mm. were having
0: fun in the woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tim's his real name, so I'm not afraid to do that. But, uh, Tim, you know. That's a funny story, Tim. You know it. Yeah, and well, your da- mum your mum. <laughs> to me tim you know this when you got married tim and i was your best man she never talked to me the entire time didn't say a single word because she couldn't stomach the idea that i was the best She's man like, ryan's not the best no joke <laughs> she couldn't stomach that out of all of his friends from like when he was four i was the one that remained literally i was the one that <laughs> remained like everyone else fell to the wayside because you know how life is mm-hmm. but i remained and that really would piss you off if you were a parent who hated that one kid. <laughs> and they're the one that stuck. Sorry. Sorry. I'm still here, bitch. Bitch. I'm back. I'm going to come to your house and ask where my mum is. And if you don't believe, and I don't believe that you end up doing bad things with her. <laughs> Playing with dry ice and fire axes and it's, it's always funny
1: when you, like, flip it around. Like, oh, the parents are looking for the kids. Uh, the, the kids are looking for the parents. <laughs> it's like that episode of That 70s Show where the parents get high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Is there anything else you want to talk about with Bad Genius? I mean, you were really enamoured with this movie. I'm glad to hear that. Anything else you want to touch upon before we wrap this out?
1: Oh, we went on a big tangent there, so I have to get myself back into thinking about the film. Uh, what was there? I love the ending. The ending, yes, the ending.
0: Where, you know, you have the confrontation, and then her and her father, and it's the intercutting, and then the end of uh, it being her confessing to the people and... You know, taking the fall.
1: I this was another film where I was like, "Oh, I want, I want to see where this thread goes," but mm. no, that was that was the end of the film, unfortunately. But
0: but it is one of those ones where you look back and go, "All the threads did." Tie it it off. makes
1: it makes it makes complete sense, but I you know I was left wanting more, which is a compliment.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if that's it, uh, are you ready to hear what we got? Recommended from our listeners. Well,
1: first, we have to say we recommend.
0: I recommend Bad Genius. I thought it was a very good time. I have no negatives with it. Um, maybe 10 like five minutes shorter, but even then, I didn't think so. I thought it glided by. And I think it's because you know why I wanted it to be shorter? Mm-hmm. I wanted to feel stressed less like, <laughs> selfishly I was like could I have five minutes less of stress because I was stressed out I was stressed out there was points where I actually stood up and kind of paced around a little a little bit where I was like uh, could I what's in the kitchen right now <laughs> nothing's there but I'm like okay and then I sat back down there's like just those moments like the pencil thing my wife covered her eyes when she started putting the pencil down her throat she's like oh no I hate this and I said Rachel watch her gag herself for the pencil part of me was turning off away but
1: i was still watching
0: i was worried that she was gonna fucking stab herself with it that,
1: that might have been the big worry yeah
0: i didn't think yeah i didn't think and then i was like oh she's doing this oh, i see what she's doing
1: um i actually recommend it as well
0: yeah all good yeah bravo really
1: fun film uh i think yeah i also don't have any negatives i i want to feel more stressed
0: uh, you will watch this with your family at some point you think
1: hmm it's a good question i don't i don't know
0: you don't think so I
1: mean it's definitely a really good film, but it's not quite lighthearted. But it's fun. It is fun, yeah, but I don't know, I'll have to think about it.
0: I think your mum would enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can't. Speak for,
0: I can't speak for your brother Oscar, but I think your mum would enjoy it. Oh, I think
1: Os- I think I'd sooner recommend it to Oscar, to be honest.
0: I think it's a family watch. I think you sit down and go, guys, let's watch Bad Genius. You know what? It's, o- it's
1: actually Oscar's birthday today. I'll go home and say you're present recommendation of this film
0: and now you're present and then you push him out of his computer chair type into his browser www.sbsdemand <laughs> it's
1: like do you have an account are you logging on facebook all right log in with the facebook profile. Okay, now
0: now now <laughs> thankfully the subtitles are lined up with this film unlike with the other son mm. uh i sent them an email about that and they never replied SBS?
1: SBS really doesn't like you, do they? They don't like, like me. Like, hey, could you please give me the subtitles for this film that I can't find the subtitles for? It's like, no tells.
0: <laughs> There's this one movie called Foon that's a <laughs> French film, and the only English subtitles in the entire world are owned by SBS, and they refuse to give them to me. I was like, I will pay you for just the subtitles alone. And they're like, no, it's ours. Well, could you please re-release it on demand? No. <laughs> Why not? It's not available. But you guys haven't. Shut up. (laughs) Guys, please. We're not talking to you anymore. You're no longer our friend. That's why we won't reply to you about your email about the other son's subtitles being out of whack. Fuck you, Ryan. And where the fuck is Tim? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you see, you see, uh, well, he's actually out. I don't believe you. (laughs) What I do believe is our recommendation from the listening people is a movie that will bring back a guest we're going to be doing Are We Done Yet? Cool. Starring Ice Cube and hopefully our friend Worldwide Will will return. I've talked to him. He's locked in. So we're doing Are We Done Yet? The sequel to Are We There Yet? Mm, This is like, I
1: think, our third Ice Cube film of the year.
0: (laughs) Should we do an Ice Cube for film li- every month?
1: But only for listening people's choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: listening people keep recommending Ice Cube movies. We've got to do them all. Let's no, but it's do... his
1: son is in N.W.A., not him.
0: Yeah, we've got to do Ice Cube. We've got to do his movie, the John Carpenter movie he did, Vampires on Mars. I can't remember. It's a terrible film.
1: It's 22 Jump Street.
0: Not 21. <laughs> We won't do twenty yeah, one yeah, Faso hasn't seen it, so No, I have seen it, but, but you only talk about twenty two.
1: <laughs> I like twenty two more.
0: <laughs> Whoa, but the first one has your favorite, Dave Franco. Wasn't he in the second one? Isn't he in the first? I swear he's in the first. Hey, look. Friendship phone. bracelet. Isn't that the first film? well we'll find out next time <laughs> on Pictures Power. Well, no, we're no, no, next... Are we done yet? Yes. Are we done yet? Uh you can find us on the social medias of your choice, Facebook and Twitter. Those are the ones of your choice, no others. Uh, We're not on Beepo or MySpace or Instagram or Twitter, Tumblr or Reddit. We are Spit and Polish Presents. We are posting on there regularly. You can hit us up with your suggestions on there or at our email, spitandpolished at gmail.com. All of this is in the description of this episode for your convenience. So make sure to hit up all of those things. If you have not rated and reviewed us, please do so. It would be something that we would both like. We would use it to help the world be better by saying look what this person said yes and then clap
1: most of our reviews were from the unappreciated masterpieces days
0: should we go back to it mm. should we some of them are from the mystery box days. should we go back to it
1: i mean i have no problem with bringing back mystery box but <laughs> <Art's like
0: laughs> crying he's like can we please bring back mystery box please, please? i want to watch uh I want to watch the one with the pregnant woman with the knife. That's oh, yeah. the one I want to watch. It's the only one I want to watch. Oh,
1: giving foreshadowing.
0: Foreshadowing. You don't want to
1: watch The Commissioner?
0: I don't know what he's saying, but uh, that's it from me, uh, Bartek. Pleasure talking to you.
1: Pleasure talking to you, too. Thank you for picking a good movie. I try. You succeeded. You tried and succeeded.
0: And I passed the test. Yes. Only to find out that I cheated.
1: Well, we didn't find that out yet, but we have some people coming in from Kempsey to question you.
0: Tim's (laughs) mum. She's the head teacher now.